Kilimanjaro and the savannah plains of East Africa is the start of our adventure and journey to search for the legendary My Day Friday Black Mambas. Here you'll find some of the world's most fearsome reptiles. Here we have the Anthony Anaconda. Have a look at size of this blowout, boo. He's in the muck over there, which puts him in a potentially aggressive category. Think he's looking for a man. <laughs> this is the ancient Egyptian Kalamari Cobra. They are notoriously aggressive. Very toxic venom. This snake is grumpy. Might have something to do with all the game animals around that have just passed through. Another thing about the Kalamari Cobra. Oh, she bit me. Welcome to the jungle, bitch. Yeah, it's so Friday. So aggressive. Carla Marie, are you ready for a Friday? Yes. I don't well, believe you. No. Carla I'm Marie, starving. are you ready for a Friday? No, I'm starving and Amazon restaurants has our delivery on the way. Carla Marie, are you ready for a Friday? Yes. There no, 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 you're still not ready. Carla Marie, are you ready for a Friday? Yes. There we go. That's jeez. Why so, did it take so long? I'm so hungry. Did you get your your ass into the My Day Friday spirit? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say butt, and I was like, that's lame. We just said ass and bitch. We did? Well, the thing did. We said ass in that? No. Yeah, I think you just made that up. <laughs> anyway, um, it is Monday, Friday. My name's Anthony. I'm Carla Marie. And today is our 157th podcast. Wow. 157 <laughs> of them. If you've missed even one, you just go back and listen to all of them. No. That's how it works. It's you can't like, break the like streak. It's like a drill. Like if you like mess up your drills you have to, when you're doing workouts. Yeah. You have to I do them know. all over again. I don't know what sport that is. In basketball, that's what you do for, like, uh, 22. You have to hit 22 shots in a row or you go back. That sounds miserable. Anyway, um, we've got a lot going on, but we have our guest um, who we will introduce, I don't know, in, like, 10 minutes or so. We have another guest for our My Day Friday podcast. Um, our songs are themed after the guest. Yes, and they're all hip-hop songs. And they're not necessarily yeah. new, but they're, and there's, they're not, I wouldn't classify. Nelly's in studio with Some us. of them are old school. Some of them are just kind of, like, in that weird middle range where they're kind of old but not. Old enough to be old school. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? You are, are you out of it? You're the hip-hop guy. I don't know. I just picked one song, and that's all yeah, I know. and you picked Chingy, <laughs> for the record. Don't tell everybody. It's called, Chingy Shh. is going to be played at some point in this podcast, and that was Carla Maria's hip-hop song. It was from my cheering routine. So you picked a hip-hop song from your cheering routine. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, oh, no. We did yeah, talk about this last week, and I want to just recap it quickly. We both went back to New Jersey to surprise our moms for Mother's Day. Yes. Um, why don't you go with yours first, Carla Okay, Marie. you can see the video on my Instagram at the Carla Marie. I Well, our flight was delayed, so that was miserable right there. I didn't get home till 1 a.m., mm-hmm. and my dad tried keeping my mom up. I walk in the door, and my dad rings the doorbell. Like, Dad, that was not a part of the plan <laughs> at all. My mom had just gone up to bed, and he's like, you have a package from Amazon. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he's going to ruin everything. So I turn on my camera, my GoPro, and I run up the stairs, and I yell, happy Mother's Day, and she freaking screams, and it was great. And it's great that you have that whole GoPro video. Yeah, I took her to the spa the next day. Where'd, you, awesome. where'd you post it? At the Carla Marie on Instagram. Um, I planned on having my own GoPro video. It would have been awesome. It was going to be a real. It was going to be this whole like journey thing. I, I really had it planned out, mapped out in my head. Um, but as we've said before, planning things sometimes doesn't matter because things aren't always going to work out as you plan. They never do. So we were supposed to land uh, at like nine forty five, nine fifty ish at JFK Airport. Yep. My dad was going to pick both of us up at nine fifty and drive us 
And I was going to go meet my mom who works on New Jersey Transit. I was going to meet her on one of her trains. I was just going to be sitting there. She would have gone to like collect my ticket, and then I would have been <laughs> you there. You would have said, I don't have a ticket. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, uh, you're my mom. I shouldn't have to pay. So the flight was late. We didn't land until like 1 o'clock. No, we, we, or we landed around like, what, 11.45? I was in New Jersey at home at 1 a.m. Okay. I don't remember. We landed late. Moral of the story. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'm not going to be able to meet my mom on one of the trains. I'll meet her at the last stop when she gets off of the train before she goes home. So as we start driving from John F. Kennedy Airport, which is out in Queens, to Hoboken, New Jersey, which is a pretty far drive. Yeah. Um, there was a ton of traffic. There was like Obviously. lane closures, couldn't get through different tunnels. It was a disaster. So then I missed my mom when she got off the train. I missed her by two minutes because she got on another train to go like home. Like we saw the train yeah. pulling out as we were pulling up. So then I'm like, all right, I'll meet her at the final stop before she gets into her car to drive home. Missed that too because of traffic. Because there was another lane closure leaving Hoboken, New Jersey. So really, at the end of the day, I drove around for two and a half hours trying to catch my mom on trains and just saw her in the house where I could have gone to right away. And what did she say when you saw her? She's like, oh, I expected you to come here this weekend. It's like, cool, mom. That sucks. Thanks. No, she said she was, she was very happy. She didn't expect me to show up on Thursday because we took a day off from yeah. the morning show. Um, she was hoping that I'd show up by Saturday morning. That was her goal. Her okay, wish. well, you can watch my awesome video surprising <laughs> my mom at the Carlin Marie. All right, uh, we're going to jump into the rest of the podcast, but we've got to kick off the theme, the songs. Hip hop. Do, do you know who this is by, Carlin Marie? Nori. Nori what? Is it Tega? N- no- Noriega. Ega. All right, so this is one of my favorite <laughs> hip hop songs of all time Super Thug Noriega. <laughs> Yo, it ain't that rough. Nor- I'm going to add Nori to my baby name list. Nori? Nori's actually a pretty cool baby name. Yeah. How well, would you spell it, then though? it grows up. N-O-R-I. Is it a boy or a girl, though? I mean, he is a boy. No, but N-O-R-I. <laughs> N-O-R-I. It's girl, it but seems N-O-R-Y like a girl could be a boy. I don't know. Well, you when you have a baby, you can Nori decide Marie! that. Nori Marie! Nori Marie. Um, normally we do this when we do our, our actual morning show, Carly. If you tell me something that I think is crazy, I'll just say, all right, don't say any more. Let's wait till we go on the air. So that it's like real interactions and stuff. Um, but you started saying something, right? I don't even know how we were talking about this. But right before we started recording the podcast, you, you said to me. That when I was in high school, my dad got my boyfriend Manny into the strip club and gave him free passes. So, so your dad, you know, I, and I've seen the passes. They're like little business cards, and it's like yeah. free entry to where Stilettos Strip Club. Stilettos. That's the one right by Giant Stadium, right? Yeah, because so my parents worked there. And your, I, par- your parents worked at Stilettos? <laughs> yeah, both of them. <laughs> they worked near Giant Stadium at uh, the racetrack. And I guess, like, my dad would get coupons or whatever they were to customers. Like, they're like vouchers, so you don't have to yeah. pay the cover. Either from customers or from, like, whatever, friends. And he gave them to Manny and his friends. And I was like, Dad, you're giving my boyfriend passes to a strip club. So there, there's two levels of weirdness here. It's A, your dad, you know he probably used some of those, too. No. Yeah, he did. 
I'll you, ask him. You don't think your dad ever went to a strip club since you've been born? Since I've been born? Yeah. No. Get out of here. No. Okay. Um. So there, there's the first level of weirdness, Carla Marie. The, but the second level is your dad giving them to your boyfriend. Yeah, I, I'm very much aware. Do you know if your boyfriend used them? Yeah, him and all his friends went. So, I'm just, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around your dad handing your boyfriend my dad doesn't passes care. to a strip club. He doesn't care. He, he doesn't, doesn't matter. He'll do what that. It doesn't, like, that, he doesn't face him. He thinks it's funny. So he's like, I know you're dating my daughter, but go look at some free boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Probably even lap dance coupons, too. I don't know if you could get coupons for lap dances. That'd be nice. I actually was talking to one of my friends, um, Rob, and I guess he and some friends a couple weeks ago went to a strip club, and then went to one in the city in New York, which it gets much more expensive when you get into Manhattan. And I guess a couple girls invited his friends to the back. Okay. And uh, they realized they were about to get charged like (gasps) $4,000, so they left. So they they were just like, no, 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 we don't want this. Let's get out of here. Like girls that work there? Girls that work there, yeah, yeah. Um, they're going to give them some private, a private show and maybe some extracurricular, I guess. No, yeah. that's illegal. It is illegal. It happens all the time though. If you've ever listened to Turtle Little Secret, you know it happens all the time. Um, but I guess his one friend got so drunk and blacked out and he's married. So he woke up and he was convinced that he got an STD. What? And he didn't know what to do. So the first thing he did when he woke up, was tell his wife, oh, my God, I have to get checked. I think I got an STD from the strip club. Could you imagine your husband did that? So then he calls my friend, Rob, and he's like, dude, what happened? I don't remember. I think I have an STD. And Rob's like, dude, what are you talking about? We walked into the strip club, and we were gone in, like, five minutes. <laughs> like, nothing happened at all. But there's no coming back from that. Once you tell your wife you think you got a, an STD. You're screwed. Like, if you were dating someone, Carla Marie, and they woke up b- Yeah, I'd be like, what drunk. makes you think you have an STD? But even if his friends came back and said, listen, no, nothing happened at all. You don't trust all. anyone. You trust no one after that statement. <laughs> I'm just, I'm glad I've never been in that situation. Um, no, don't be in that situation. I'm also not, I'm just not a fan of strip clubs. Have I, I been have to STDs. them? Had I, have I, I'm also not a fan of STDs. Um, have I been to strip clubs? Yeah. For like bachelor parties and stuff like that. But I, I don't think I've ever fully like enjoyed myself at a strip club. Well, there's nothing normal about that situation. No, but in theory, I should like it. In theory. There's just naked no, women everywhere. It's, it's not normal, though. It's not. There's no intimacy. There's nothing normal about a person parading around on stage wearing heels naked. Okay, that's fair. Wearing glitter. Have you ever been? Have you, oh, we actually talked yes. about your first time at a strip club, didn't they we? They called my name. And then you hit the stage. I didn't hit the stage. And if you didn't hear that episode, uh, I don't know when it was, but Carla Marie. Go back. <laughs> yeah, you can go back and find it. But basically, Carla Marie lost her ID at a strip club, <laughs> and they had to announce her name over the loudspeakers, and they thought they were calling her onto stage. I screamed at you. <laughs> All right. Um, we have our guest coming up next, and it's one of my longest radio friends. Actually, it might be my, hmm, my second longest radio friend who's actually on the radio, like on air. Okay. All right. But how about a little Nelly first? Yes. Take a look. 
I still remember actually buying that CD. I think it was um, in Garden State Plaza in New Jersey at the uh, Tower Records they had in there. Do you remember that? No, I got it on Napster. You had it on Napster? Was wow. Napster? Yeah, I guess 1999 it was like Napster's prime. So we've had a guest, Carla Marie, um, every single week with the exception of one because we got stood up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've had a guest every single week on My Day Friday this year. So this week is no different. This is one of my best radio friends like in the entire world. Aww. Say hello. Oh. <laughs> Don't, do Don't do that. Come on, man. <laughs> so, you know what? I'll let you introduce yourself. Um, well, I can't do it any better, but um, I'm the uh, board op for the uh, nationally syndicated Breakfast Club morning show um, on iHeartRadio, and I also have my own weekend show, Saturdays afternoons, 2 to 6 on Pi 105.1. It's called Easy Weekends, and I'm, you know, just trying to be great out here. So, and the reason I have Anthony said- is very, and we are good friends, Anthony, before you <laughs> moved all the way across the country. Okay. So the reason I haven't said your name yet is because when we worked together, neither of us were on the air. Mm-hmm. I still go mm-hmm. by Anthony on the air. You go by something slightly different, but still a nickname uh, well, of yours. So Absolutely. My, my, my radio name is M-Easy because my government name is Marnell, and that doesn't really sound like it would no. um, go over the air. <laughs> M-Easy kind of, you know, fell at the place for me. Still and it's just, unique. You know? But not radio. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, can you spell it? I, I would say M-A-R-N-E-L-L. You're so wrong. It's okay. But nobody could. <laughs> How else would you Fine. spell it? Well, the way my mom spells it, I'm, I'm Patient, so my mom spells it M-A-R-E-N-E-I-L. Okay. So in school, it's Maranil. Yeah, Maranil is kind of how you phonetically yeah, see, say it. See, M-Easy, you see how that works? Yeah. M-Easy, okay. Absolutely. So, you see? <laughs> so M-Easy and I started at KTU. Um, yes. Almost, I think you started like maybe a year after me. Uh, but we worked mm-hmm. together, did events for years, and then he jumped over to Power 105.1 in New York, started taking over there. You actually were working for free originally, right? Uh, yes, internships are absolutely 100% free. I started <laughs> off with uh, with with uh, Anthony, and at that time, Anthony had the long Jesus hair. Yes, <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. Yes, that was my—I used to call him Jesus. Come on. Yeah. Someone <laughs> to eat. Like, that's my guy. But, um, yes, I interned for KTU. Uh, and then we got, uh, we're, uh, I went over to Power 1051 and uh, did the street team over there and finagled my way into the studio. And then I, they still haven't found a way to kick me out yet. Yeah, you, know? you sound, that's pretty much how I think we've all done it. It's yeah. awesome. So, Marnell, yeah. or I'm easy, sorry, works for, uh, <laughs> works for one of the shows that Carla Marie and I talk about pretty often on our podcast because I have a rotation of shows that I listen to on demand in the iHeart family when I'm at the gym. It's um, obviously Elvis because that's our our home, our family. Yeah, I listen to Bobby Absolutely. Bones, and then I listen yeah. to The Breakfast Club. It's like the three different, like polar opposite things you can listen to, and that's really my rotation too. I mean, I was just about to say that's like a holy trinity of complete opposite. <laughs> exactly, it's all the legends. So, what do you do yeah. for The Breakfast Absolutely. Club now that that's your role? Um, I, I play some of the clips that you hear. Well, most of the clips, uh, actually, all of the clips that you hear come from me. <laughs> Um, I edit a lot of the, the, the stuff that goes over the air as well. Just make sure that the, we get in and out of stop sets or commercial breaks for those who <laughs> don't know what I'm yeah. talking about um, on time and just make sure the levels are correct. All right. So he makes sure they sound good, basically. We're currently looking yeah. for a producer. <laughs> well, so- I, still, I currently still have a job. Don't know how much longer I'll have it. But listen, I'll give you a call the minute I, I okay. need a job. <laughs> Now, when I normally when we're getting a guest on the show, I'll try to run them through like what we do, and I'll say, "Hey, do you have anything you feel like talking about in the podcast?" Because we don't really plan a lot of things. None of it. And Amizi responded with, "Let's talk about the Lavar Ball Christine Leahy beef." Yes, yesterday afternoon on Colin Cowherd's show, 
um, they had LeVar Ball in there for an interview. And um, I guess Christine Leahy had said some disparaging things about him uh, prior to him coming onto the show about how women wouldn't wear big baller brand or whatever the case may be. And he got up there and he, I guess she didn't know that he knew what she said. And he came in with his agenda already on his mind. And real quick, and easy before you, before you keep going for people who don't, know who all these people are. I'm going to try to... Hit pause and Google. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try to explain all the different parts of this um, because it's a story of a lot of people. So Colin Cowherd mm-hmm. is actually the fourth show that I listen to on demand because it's on the iHeartRadio app. Love him. Um, Love it's a Colin. sports show. Yeah. He used to be on ESPN. Now he does Fox Sports and he's on. He's part of the iHeartRadio family as well. Um, he has a co-host named Christine Leahy who, if you watch American Ninja Warrior, she does stuff with them as well. She's yeah. like their sideline reporter person. Um, uh, that's one of my guilty pleasures as well, Ninja Warrior. Okay. LeVar Ball is the father of a guy who's probably going to get drafted by the Lakers in this year's NBA draft. Lonzo mm-hmm. Ball is his son. He's one of the best college basketball players in the country. But there's a lot of turmoil around LeVar and Lonzo and the Ball family because uh, LeVar Ball has a very, very big mouth. Uh, to say the least. And he's the worst kind of helicopter parent there is. So he's... He's really involved in his son's careers and everything like that. And he originally, I guess, went to Nike, Under Armour, and uh, Adidas and said they want a billion dollars okay. to work mm-hmm. with the family. And, so do I. And they were all like, yeah, okay, go away. So then they created their own big baller brand. And they have their own sneaker that just released, uh, I think, two weeks ago for $450. Absurd. The most hideous sneaker I've ever seen in my life. And so for- you wouldn't buy them? Never in life. <laughs> I think I, if I had the money, I would buy them as a joke and just to hold on to see if they become like a collector's item as being the worst sneaker release ever. So that he, was, see, I wouldn't buy the four ninety five one cause there's another one that's $900. That's got his autograph. Oh yeah. If that's I right. had the money for that one, that's the one I would buy just to see if, but he's if he not, did pan out. Isn't he just in college? Well, yeah, he, he just finished his freshman year. He hasn't played a day in the NBA yet. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't even yeah. Draft, he's not even on a team right now. Right now, he's just a guy who went to college for one year and hasn't played professionally anywhere. Like he could fall and break his leg and not be able to play ever again or something. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's not put that into the universe. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. Okay, knock on okay, wood right now. Okay, okay. All right. So his dad was on Colin Howard. Howard. Colin Cowherd. Howard. <laughs> Howard. I just said Howard. And basically, what happened? This is a lot. Like we're trying to get you caught off whatever yeah. with everything. So the big issue here is. As LeVar Ball was talking to Colin Cowherd about the shoes, he claimed that $450 works because they're selling the shoes. And Christine Leahy, who had been critical about LeVar Ball in the past, all she did was ask, how many have you sold? And, Emizi, what was the response she got? You stay in your lane. I'm not talking. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry. You're, you're, she's Lately a part of that show. disrespect to her. Yeah. And, Lately disrespected her. Now, the reason I wanted to bring up this topic is because I like the dynamic of the two of you together, Carla and, and uh, Anthony. Okay. So now, if you guys ever come into a situation like that and uh, you have a guest who's sh- straight and very honestly disrespecting your calls, Anthony, what do you do? The first thing – well, the first thing I would do um, is I'd give Carla Marie an opportunity to defend herself. Defend herself. <laughs> which would – and um, poorly for all of us. Yeah, which, because that's one of the scariest things <laughs> in the world is having Carla Marie coming at you, let me tell you. <laughs> But then if it kept going and if for whatever reason the disrespect didn't – if Carla Marie wasn't able to stop it on her own, I would 100% interject. And I'd probably – yeah, you would. Depending on how far it went, 
and it wouldn't have to go very far, I'd probably kick the person out of the studio. I'd say, all right, this yeah. interview's over. Thank you for coming. Now please get out. And I, I the Absolutely. same way. Like, if you stood up for yourself and or didn't stand up for yourself, I think I would. Or I'd be like, who the hell do you think but, you are coming into our house pulling that crap? But I will say something that people probably wouldn't expect. Um, and I'm easy. You, could, you probably agree with me on this. I also am always open to a debate. If you're yes. if you're just disagreeing on stuff and it's going back and forth, I'm 100% cool with that. If you yes. hate something I did and you want to talk to me about it, right. that's cool. But he disrespected Yeah, her. exactly. But once it gets over that threshold, so I would let someone argue with Carla yes. Marie. That's fine. But not saying, Absolutely. like, basically shut up, you don't matter, your opinion doesn't matter. That's exactly. all. Exactly. Like, well, I'm, we're all up. We're in the entertainment business. We're all up for the debate. The debate could get heated. It could get to the yeah. point where we're screaming and yelling. But that's what we're here to do. We're here to debate. But once it, it crosses the line of debating and now you're disrespecting my co-host and not even looking her in the eye and telling her things like, oh, you know what, uh, you, know what you said and you know what's going to happen to you. And yeah. Then my one problem with Christine Leahy's um, stance on it is that I don't think he really threatened her. No. Because she, she's claiming that, oh, oh, now you're threatening me. I think he what he was saying is if you're going to talk bad about me, don't expect me to come in here and just be roses and candy. Like, I'm going to talk bad about you, too. And right. for but anyone that wants to listen to all of this, all of it's actually, and this isn't just a shameless plug, all of it is actually on the iHeartRadio app. Colin Coward has his Woo-hoo! podcast. iHeartRadio Mafia, baby. <laughs> and yes. Then, and here, but here's, here's the, the thing that throws this all into a tizzy, if you will, is uh, the guy you work with, Charlemagne. Charlemagne, actually gave Christine Leahy his donkey of the day, which is kind of like... Um, I do Big Dumb Idiot. Carl Marie does Big Dumb <laughs> Idiot. It's when he points out idiotic things people I, do in the world. As he says, he give, he's giving people the credit for being stupid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what did Charlemagne say on this morning? Or actually yesterday um, morning, I'm sorry. I don't want to mince his words too much because he did say a lot. But the <laughs> overall, um, I guess, view of what he was saying was that she, she knew what she was doing. She baited him in, and he stood... In a, in a stance of a, of a father that was afraid, that knows that it's a, it, in this racial climate, if I come off um, argumentative or angry black guy towards this white girl, it's going to be bad for me. And it, Charlemagne's donkey did. He kept saying, LeVar told you, I'm afraid of you. I don't, want, I don't yeah. want no problem. I'm afraid of you. And he did say that. But it, it, it just felt like Charlemagne's stance was she's the people. I don't want to say she. The people uh-huh. are looking at LeVar Ball. Why? because he wants his son to have the best of the best, and he's out here fighting for his yeah. son. So, I mean, Charlemagne was very adamant about LeVar Ball being a good father and that Christine Leahy was, was, was using racial undertones to get at him, and she knew what she was doing. Yeah, I don't I, disagree with that. I mean, I she agree. definitely used it a little bit there. Yeah, I agree with Charlemagne in that towards the end, and if you listen to the interview, Christine Leahy does play the victim a little bit more than she probably needed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think the first interaction, because I listened to the whole Colin Cowherd uh, podcast, the first interaction LeVar Ball had with Kristen Lee, he was when she asked how much and he immediately shot back with stay in your lane. Well, and that's where she messed up. Like, I feel like she didn't really stand up for herself. She just went right to victim. And I listened to it. I'm just going off of how you yeah. described it to me, where if she would have stood up for herself and been like, that's not OK for you to speak to me like that. But it's not her show. Like, that's yeah. where Colin also needs to step in and back her up. She she did stand up for herself a little bit. She was like, I'm not going to take that disrespect. Okay. And then she, 
uh, Colin did say she's just asking a question. She's a journalist. Yeah. And he continued to be like, well, I'm talking to Colin. I, this is his show. And, like, it was, it was very dismissive of her. And no human being, male or female, wants to be dismissed exactly. by somebody that's in this industry. You're not just going to dismiss me, fam. Nah, we're not doing that. Yeah. I feel like LeVar missed out an opportunity to actually debate and have a conversation like we were talking about earlier with Christine Leahy. Mm-hmm. Instead of- I agree. I, I think if he would have stood in a, in a fact where, on a fashion sense, like, if I'm going to talk to you about my, my son's sneakers, let me get your fashion sense because yeah. you don't play basketball. Right. You don't know how these are going to help his ankles or, or uh, say, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But you could tell me how they look fashionably, how the women take them. All right, fine. I'll take your advice. You know what? We'll go back to the drawing board and make sure the 2.0s or the 3.0s look a little more tasteful yeah. for women. <laughs> Didn't do that at all. He was very argumentative, and I, I don't know. I didn't like it, but again, I understand what Lavar is doing. It's the hype machine, He's, and people are calling him the new um, Kardashian. Yeah. New oh yeah. I actually, you know, when I was texting you about it, I'm easy. I, I said that to me, Lavar Ball is the sports version of Donald Trump. He just he says these huge things, and if you try to debate him, he just doesn't pay attention at all. <laughs> I, that's the thing to do, Anthony. Like now, you don't need facts. You don't need anything. Just be braggadocious and loud, and people will will find you interesting, and then you can say whatever you want. All right, that's, that's the what way it to go. To be working, and you know, this is the best damn podcast on iHeartRadio. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it. I believe it. <laughs> Debate it with somebody else. It's the most listened hey, to listen, podcast um, in America. I just, I just, I just want a monthly plug. You guys can give me a call <laughs> in. You saying I would love to be a uh, an extended member of the of the family on the best okay. podcast on iHeart. Dude, you'll you'll come back whenever, yeah. especially if you agree with our our completely false claims of being yeah, the best podcast. <laughs> so I have a question. Charlemagne had his book come out. It's sitting in my room. I haven't read it yet, but I'm pumped. I, I read the first. It. I read the first. Uh, four chapters. Sign copy. Oh, I can get one. Text me. I got you. <laughs> oh, that's my question, though. Like, do all of you have to read it? Like, are you like, okay, you need to read the book because it's Charlemagne's? Um, I didn't read it. I'll be oh! very honest. I did not read it. One, because I sit across from Charlemagne every day. I've been across from him for the past six, seven years. I, everything he said in that book, I've heard a million times. <laughs> so are you sending so me your signed copy? Was, yeah, so when they were sell, telling me the passages in the book, I was like, I've heard all of this already. I'm good. So I'm not going <laughs> to. That's hilarious. But everyone go pick up the book. Black privilege is black privilege. Um, opportunity comes to those who, who make it. It's a great read from what I'm hearing. Stop I actually I read the first four God. chapters. It is pretty good. I'm so excited to read it. Uh, like I said, I, I see Charlemagne every day. Reading that would just be more of Charlemagne in my life, and I don't know how much of that I could take outside of Breakfast Club. <laughs> but I do. I love so, the guy, you know, but 24 hours. Come on. So I have, like, a lot of traveling coming up. It's getting nice out. I want to go outside, like, sit there and read it. I feel like it's weird to be the white girl with pink hair sitting there reading a book that just has <laughs> black privilege on the cover. Oh, hey, listen. Um, that, that would be kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I, actually, it's, it's weird when I, I wore the, the black privilege shirt, and you see certain people look at me like, like you know, the, the crunch face in it. Like, yeah. what, you, what the hell that's supposed to mean? But, I mean, I don't think anyone that knows you Forget all that. I don't think you really care. Don't don't feel like you care what people think. Don't do I that. mean, I don't. I'm just. I'm like gonna sit there with sunglasses on, just to not even read the book. Just look up at people's reactions. Okay, uh, don't take this the wrong way. Uh-oh. Every black man, every black man that sees you reading that is gonna want to say something to you. <laughs> True. In a good way. It's a conversation <laughs> starter. Okay. And, and, oh, yeah, icebreaker. I'm go prone this. Oh, I'm go prone it. Black privilege, girl. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna holler. They're gonna holler. Trust and believe that. This is gonna be great footage. We're going to go viral. I'm going to GoPro this. All right. Uh, 
You're going to be on Power 105.1. Your own shift is tomorrow, right, on Saturday? Yes, yeah, Saturday, 2 to 6, dead in the middle of the afternoon. It's called Easy Weekends. I also do the sit-down where I interview um, guests from music, arts, um, movies, sports, all all type of people walk through and pass by the sit-down. So if you're ever in the New York City area or tuned in to Power1051FM.com on the iHeartRadio app, check me out. And if uh, people want to follow you, a little-known fact is M. Easy is the one who originally told me I needed to get on Twitter back when Twitter oh, was wow. like, he was on it way before I was. So what's your, all your social is, uh, what, I am M. Easy? Yeah, I am M. Easy. That's I, A-M-E-M-E-Z. I miss you, bro. Get your ass <laughs> over on the east side. Carla, when you get over here, we need to party too, all right? Hell yeah, I'm in. Miss you, man. Uh, what's miss your song you real quick before we let you go? Oh, come on, man. I'm, 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 a, I'm a Brooklyn guy at heart. I was born in Brooklyn, but I'm a Jersey guy. Jay-Z's my guy. Uh, let's get into a little PSA. Thanks, dude. Bye. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OC. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho, fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. Fly it in a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. But similar to is the, the hottest chick no Beyonce? Yes, that would be the hottest chick that he's well, referring to. Were they to. together then? They were together then. Hmm. That's why she is the hottest chick in the game, Carla Marie. Is he talking about the frying pan as the place in New York City? What? He says the frying pan. No, he says, oh yeah, he does. Into the fryer. No, I don't think he's talking about the frying pan in New York City, which is a boat that you can have drinks on. <laughs> I suggest if you ever visit New York uh, to go hang out on it. We went there when we had Best Friends Day. Best Friends Day never happened. It did. We celebrated. We hung out for a whole day one time. On to mail time. <laughs> mail time. Oh, here's the mail. No. It never fails. It makes, makes me want to wag, wag my, my tail. tail. When, when it, it comes, comes I want to well. Mail. Okay. Go we for it. We need that back. I'll, br- okay. I'll, I'll put it back in the system next week. So I know you've all been waiting for the update about um, Kara being asked out by oh, David. Yeah. So I'm going to do that a little bit. And in bit. case you didn't um, hear last week's podcast, we did have a My Day Friday listener who wanted us to tell another My Day Friday listener that they talk about the podcast together um, that I guess he wanted to take their friendship and move it to a relationship. Yeah, so we, we have that update there, coming she, up. We have an update? Yeah. So Santos emailed us. Uh, he listens from Tallahassee. He also listens to our morning show on our iHeartRadio app. Texts us once in a while. He wanted to tell us a story about. I couldn't follow too much, but it seems like his 17-year-old daughter lied like to uh, her mom and him about where she was. Okay. And was invited to a party by a boy she liked, went to the party, and got stood up. Ooh. But was saying she was out somewhere else. But that's what happens when you lie to your parents. I, I don't know if I've ever... Fully gotten stood up. Actually, no, I take that back. You did? Well, I didn't get stood up in the sense of like, oh, I showed up to a place and no one was yeah, there. Yeah, I don't think that's happened, but how? But I have made plans with people who I had known prior to that day and had talked to them afterwards. So it's not like a someone I met online or anything. Um, and we were supposed to hang out and just the day we were supposed to hang out, the radio silence. I heard like nothing girls? back. Yeah, it was, uh, it happened probably at least twice to two different girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you hung out with them after that? No, I knew them. They were in, like, circles of oh, friends and stuff. But that so was I, it? That I was the end? With, that was, yeah, that was about it. Damn. That sucks. Well, what do you do after that? You do, you, you've you learned your, like, I'm glad you did that. Like, yeah. you weren't persistent. No. Don't be annoying. You got the message. But that's kind of crappy on their part. Yeah, so. but it was also their idea to hang out. I don't ask people out. 
maybe they were expecting you to like, I don't know, they were playing a game probably, which is so stupid. Just be honest with people. I hate right, games. What else is next? Okay, Jacqueline Weagle. Jacqueline, sorry if I said your last name wrong. Email. Weagle? Yeah, W-E-I-G-E-L. Okay, well now people can look her up and steal her info. Good. She said, you guys rock. I ran into you guys at uh, the iHeart Country after party and immediately yelled Carla Marie's name when we crossed oh. paths. I also work for iHeart out of the New York Uptown office. Yep. And you all thought I was crazy for even listening to your show as an employee. Yeah. We were like, why? Why do you listen to us? Yeah, I don't know. She said, our groups collided again at the hotel after party, and what an incredible night. Because that happened. Yeah. She said, I'm still an off from the show and what a sick city Austin is. Been following you guys since you were on Elvis. Um, congrats on all your success. Looking forward to seeing more big things from y'all in the future. Cool. I, I try not to tell people necessarily what to do with their money because everyone has their own situation. Mm-hmm. But if you can, next year... Um, I'm assuming we're going to do the iHeart Country Festival again. Go to the iHeart yes. Country Festival. Um, it's in Austin. And I think I think they have a contract there for at least a couple more years. It's on the University of Texas uh, campus. Yeah, Frank Irwin Center. And it is my favorite show. I've probably said this three weeks in a row now. It is my <laughs> favorite show that the company puts together. I love Z100's Jingle Ball in New York. That like has some history with me. Yeah. It's the longest I've but worked for. But this is dope AF. It's just, it's consistently good. It's a great city. It's a smaller venue, so it's a little more intimate than, like, Madison Square Garden or the iHeartRadio Festival in Las Vegas. All great things to go to. Yeah. But there's something special about the iHeart Country Festival. And I suggest if you can make time and you have the funds to go down there or try to win tickets. It, it was the best time ever. Like or tweet Bobby Bones. He'll give you tickets. No, he won't. Okay. That update is coming up from Kara in a second. I'm practicing okay. my radio teasing. But this is a podcast. Okay. <laughs> you can fast forward. But this is my favorite email we've ever received in My Day Friday history. Wow. It comes from Barbara. Hey, guys, I have to share this story with you. Yesterday, I had one of the funniest things happen. I was at work, got a call for an apartment fire. I think she's a firefighter. She said we got there. Why the hell is anyone calling her for an apartment fire if she's not a firefighter? Maybe she's EMT. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shut up. We got there, and it was clearly on fire as we were running up the steps. A lady outside started saying her boyfriend was in there. So naturally, we focus on getting this guy out. So we get to the apartment and find the guy in his bedroom. We tell him we have to go, and he says, I can't. And we're like, what do you mean? He says, I can't. I'm tied to the bed. What? He was tied to the bed. She said, so instantly, we, we have this oh, crap moment. And oh, did I mention he's naked? Oh, okay. So now we make the decision to break the bedpost and get him out. And here's where it takes a turn. The guy has ropes and a bedpost wrapped to his arms and legs as we take him out the window and on the ladder, at which point his girlfriend comes running up to him and grabs him. Naked, this man. And then out of the crowd, when he you hear someone yell, get your hands off my man. Oh, my God. The guy was cheating on his actual girlfriend with this other woman. So then they get into a screaming match. Eventually, police intervene, but I instantly thought of you guys in Dirty Little Secret, and maybe this dude will call you guys up. Never did get the full story as to what happened, but I did feel for the guy a little. Wow. Being naked, tied to bedposts, and having two women fighting about him in front of his block. Only upside for him is that his apartment was saved. There's nothing about that story that I'm jealous of. I don't no. want that guy's life at all. I mean, he probably would have been fine staying there if his apartment was, I guess, the smoke, but smoke. still. That's crazy. Could you, like, I almost don't believe her. Barbara, I, also, I don't believe you. I don't think I'm ever going to be in a situation where I am tied to a bed. No? It's not, I'm not interested. I could tie you up to a chair in studio. I'm, I just know, I'm, I'm not necessarily. Just to see if you like it. I'm not <laughs> necessarily claustrophobic. You, yeah, you don't like. But you I don't, don't like being 
Like, I need to move. Yeah, you don't like people, like, hugging you. No. None of that. No, no. I need, I need my freedom. I need my movement freedom. I think we're going to tie you to a chair and see what happens. And then how is the show going to operate? No, just for, like, one day after the show, tie you to a chair and set up a camera in front of your face. That sounds not interesting at all. All right, what do we got? So this is the email from Kara. So last week I read an email from her friend David. They've been hanging out for a while. David um, wanted us to ask Kara out for him. Email we get from Kara. So a few weeks ago I actually said- Should we we read this? Is this going to be embarrassing? No. Okay. She wants us to. Okay. She said, so a few weeks ago, I actually sent you guys an email about how I found you. We didn't make that connection. Remember her subject line was, I found you? Okay. So she she was wondering why she can't hear our show on demand. We do have some clips, power933.com. You can listen to a bunch there. She said, well, I listened to your podcast the following week, heard my name and email, and I completely freaked out. I was so excited. I listened to it three times, even though I wrote the email. I texted David, who sent you the love letter, and told him about my email and how excited I was that you gotcha. read it on the podcast. I was working at my second job delivering parts for AutoZone when I heard my email and also when I heard his letter to me through your podcast. So it was awkward. Oh, so it wasn't awkward. Sorry. They weren't together. Okay, okay, okay. We wanted to know. She said, it was honestly the sweetest thing ever. Thank you for reading the letter. As he said, we've both been in bad relationships. Mine ended about a month and a half uh, or two months ago. So I'm not ready to jump into another relationship just yet. I've always had a boyfriend from the age of 15 until now. She's 27. Wow. And I've never been single more than a month or two. Right now, I want to figure out who I am. While I'm single, so I know who I can be and what I can offer in a relationship. Mm. David is an amazing man. I love hanging out with him and spending time with him. It's not about him at all. It's about me. I need to be happy with myself before I can be happy with someone else. Can you maybe tell David on the podcast how amazing I think he is? I know he can't wait forever. I just need a little more time with three hearts. You guys are amazing, and I've been listening to your old podcast. I'm on number five now. Keep it up. Oh, wow. She's got 152 to go. Yeah. Um. Well, you could probably speak to this better than I ever could, Carly, mm-hmm. because I'm not I'm not necessarily a relationship person. No. Um, I've only had two actual, like, girlfriends in my life. So, what, five and a half years of my total life have been spent in relationships. Mm. Um, but you, from the time you were in, what, like, middle school, basically, you yeah. had a boyfriend until, what, last year? Yeah, there. I mean, and I had, like, a few months in between um, a lot of them. But, yeah, I mean, I just... It's not that I'm like, oh, I need to be in a relationship. It's never that. It's just that's how it worked out for me. Like, when I was single, I enjoyed being single. I wasn't sad that I was single. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't trying to find people. But that's just how But do you agree out. with what Kara said where she has oh, to... Yeah. Did you ever feel like that? Um, no. I mean, I get it. I get where she's coming from. But I've always kind of understood what, like, me. Like, I, I know me. If okay. you can't deal with me, then that's... A- but were you were you excited when you not I don't know if excited is the word. Were you interested, I guess, after your bro after your last relationship ended mm-hmm. to see what adult single Carla Marie thought about things? <laughs> I was scared. Were you? <laughs> I was like, what do I do now? Yeah, because before before you were in that relationship, like Bumble wasn't a thing. No. Tinder, the online scene of dating just didn't exist. No. So, so it was weird. Was it, were you like, did you get on apps? What did you do? Yeah, I was on apps, but there was also the, you don't have the, the excuse of, I have a boyfriend. So when creepy exactly. guys would reach out to me on social media, I had to come up with a new answer. Well, also, <laughs> and this is something that um, women definitely deal with more than guys, although I've dealt with it from time to time. When people know that you're in a relationship, at least mentally for yourself, you feel like, all right, no one's hitting on me. They know I'm in a relationship. Yeah. When you're not in a relationship, you have to question every time someone's like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Or, hey, yeah. what are you? And I've gotten caught in a couple situations where I guess 
I was just being friendly and being myself. You get caught in all those situations. I get caught in a few of those. And then women are like, think I'm either hitting on them, which is a positive or a negative. Sometimes they don't want me hitting on them and they think I am and I'm not. Uh, sometimes I don't want to hit on them and they think I am. So it goes either way. But have you dealt with that part yeah. of it? Of being oh, single? yeah. Like I, I am normally nice and flirty to people. So now I'm just like, sometimes I'll catch myself being a bitch if I think someone is kind of hitting on me in a sense or like thinking there's something I'll just completely flip it and just okay. be if the, and it sucks it sucks that you have to do that yeah but if they're like hey Carl I'm like hey like I don't want to be like hey oh my god how are you it sucks because they think you're leading them on a little bit yeah I just want to be a normal person and not have to worry about you <laughs> trying to get in my pants all right well there's that so if you ever <laughs> run into Carla Marie try not to get in her pants I guess um the theme for the week all of our song clips Hip-hop. so your song which I don't even know if I want to count this as hip hop, but is. it is your song. Go for it. It's from my cheerleading routine in high school. It's Chingy right there. Oh. Oh. is doing her cheer routine right now. You're the dance oh, moves, the cheer moves you were just doing during that song do not seem like they match the song. I might have my songs confused. But I used to listen to this during track too and it would run around. All right, so three good minutes. We do it, hopefully, at the end of every podcast, if I remember. And normally, it's a uh, it's a product or a thing or a charity that you can kind of get involved with, buy, whatever, um, that does good for the world. Yeah. I decided this week I was going to take a break from that, mainly because I had a conversation with one of my cousins when I was home last weekend, and I was like, you know what? Maybe more people should hear this. Oh, boy. So one of my cousins, I'm not going to out her because of a lot of, well, it's a girl. A lot of my family listens to the you podcast. You 35 first cousins. We're good. That's true. Um, it's almost split down the middle, too, guys and girls. But she was worried in her current um, work situation that she would get stuck and stop enjoying what she does, and then she would waste time there and not be able to do other things she wants to do. So and I, I feel like I had this conversation three or four times in the past week. My message was really, you're never actually stuck. Never. A unless of, you're tied to a bedpost. Yeah, unless you're tied to a bedpost. <laughs> but even then, the fire department can come and get you out. You'll be okay. Um, a lot of times when I feel like people are, if they say they're stuck in a relationship or a job or even a city that they don't want to be in anymore, that they don't feel attached to, you're never actually stuck. You might have a contract, but you can get out of it. A marriage, at the end of the day, this is the most unromantic thing to say. It's a contract. Mm-hmm says, I am married to you, you are married to me, blah, blah, blah. If we divorce, it's going to probably be really expensive, but you're not stuck. You can get out. Just like any job. If you hate your job, and I'm not telling you to just pick up and leave right now, but figure out how to get out. Obviously, if you have the funds to just leave and be okay for a couple weeks or a month or whatever, that's awesome. Then just go. If you don't, figure out your exit plan and go. Maybe you have to work at a crappy job for a while. Maybe it's a minimum wage job that you don't even want, but you just got to pay the bills. Go do that for a little bit as long as you're not stuck because that feeling of being stuck, I'm sure, is awful. I feel like a lot of times stuck also goes with safe. Yes. So you may be stuck in a situation you don't want to be in, but you know it's a safe situation. Like, exactly. oh, I'm making good money or 
it's easy to be in this relationship. Like, it, it's almost like you become complacent. And so everyone is scared to make that extreme life change. But if you don't have that, then what the hell are you living for? And I think you, you brought up a really valid point is a lot of times if you feel stuck, maybe take a step back and ask yourself, are you actually stuck or are you scared? Yeah. And I think there's a huge, huge difference there. Are you scared to take the chance to move across the country and not have your friends and family around? Are you scared to leave your job that may pay you pretty well right now, but go out on your own and start your own business because that's something you've always wanted to do? Are you scared because you haven't been single in 10 years? Yeah. And it's a weird world out there with swiping left and right and up (laughs) and down. Are you scared to be single again? Are you scared of the fallout of being single again? Of figuring out how to get out of an apartment. You had to deal with that a little bit. Yeah, that sucked. I was I was definitely scared. That's why I I didn't kind of really face it for a while. And then I got to a point where like I did feel like stuck, like claustrophobic, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I acted fast. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm out. And that was that was my situation because you you become so attached to jobs and people and things that it is a part of your mm-hmm. life. And that's Absolutely. normal. But you can't you still have your life. You and what yeah. you want. You can't just completely be attached to something you're a person on your own not with someone else not with a job yes that's that is what helps make you you and build your character and all of that but it got to a point where i was like i don't want this why am i doing it because because i don't want to deal with the annoyance of moving or the the finding a new place to live and what am i going to do and who am i going to hang out with no yeah i'm not claiming that it's not easy doing that thing you feel like you're stuck in is easy i'm not claiming that at all i know that there are obstacles and hurdles to jump over to get to where you want to go but that's why they're there but there's also fun in it too there there is a there's something fun about not knowing where you're gonna live like when we moved across the country I had no idea what my apartment was gonna be and I was like I need to find an apartment but there's also the well this is kind of cool like I can do whatever I want exactly it's a blank slate Yep. and that's scary and fun at the same time the world's your oyster I I don't know if this sounded too preachy no I liked it and I'm not really talking to a specific person either. That's just, if if that message maybe connected with one person, that's awesome. If it connected it, to no one, maybe you'll put it in your pocket for another day. Yeah, maybe I'll just stop then. <laughs> um, and maybe I'm completely wrong. And if you want to s- tell me what you think, at Worst Anthony. I thought you were going to say at the Carla Marie. <laughs> yeah, if you want to complain, at the Carla Marie. If you want to tell me how great I am, at Worst Anthony. Um, and that's the same for both of us on Instagram, Twitter, yep. Facebook, Snapchat. You could have done anything, literally anything else in the world for the past, like, 40 minutes. And for whatever reason, maybe you felt stuck. You hung out <laughs> You hung out with us. I'm going to nap it. and go to the Mariners game. I'm actually headed to the airport in about 35 minutes or so. And I'm going to go down to L.A. again. I feel like I've been in L.A. a lot the last year. Yeah. Um, but I'm going down to L.A. for my cousin Rudy's 40th birthday. There's going to be a taco truck. That's the best. And I'm excited for that. Tomorrow I'm going to see Impractical Jokers. They're in Seattle. We had Joe Gatto on our morning show today. He co-hosted with us. It was so much fun. We're going to try to get some clips online so you can hear how it all went down. Yeah, but like, give me the weekend. Yeah. Like, relax. Pump the brakes. We got a video of me taking him around the office and him pranking some people. But it was fun. All right. um, Whatever you're doing out there. Enjoy your day. Do something good for yourself. Do something good for someone else. Love ya. Last song. It's one of my favorite hip-hop songs. Of all time. Most Def, Pharaoh and the late great Nate Dog. Oh no! Oh no! It's bigger they scared to hustle. It's been seven days, the same clothes. Ask them originals, cause they know.
Oh, step, snake dog, barrel. Step away from the mic, they too cold. The funk might fracture your nose. Say my name, serve for I stake my claim. I independently laid down and paid my game. My own two ways, my flame. It's right, make my thing. I earned what they said I wouldn't.